Oh, sorry, I accidentally set the timer for an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> that was almost the worst podcast ever. Shall we begin? From the intersection of social media, learning, and technology, it's the Mindset Digital Podcast. In today's episode, three members of the Mindset Digital's LinkedIn team take 10 minutes to get Creative Director Pete Brown up to speed on the sweeping changes LinkedIn has recently made to its interface and functionality and breaks down just what you need to know. Let's get to the show. Let's begin. Okay. You three again. Good to see you. I'm I, I'm really loving, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, working with your team more and more. Uh, today we have with us Danica Stahl. Hi, Danica. Hey. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you, Pete? I'm doing well. Danica manages social channels, works on our blog. I, I assume there's other duties you have that I'm unaware of, but that are super important. Yeah, I, I eat all the ice cream in the kitchen. Okay. Hi, Pete. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, that's oh, Matt can, Wiener? Yeah, actually, you, you can just call me Wiener. Thanks, Wiener. Appreciate that. Um, oversees our writers, right, on the LinkedIn team? Yeah, that's right. Is that all you do? Uh, a little bit of social, a little bit of blogging, a little bit of finishing up whatever ice cream Danica didn't have room for. Mm, nice. And hope I'm, I have no idea what your job is. Senior helper <laughs> once <monkey>. again. <laughs> I'm going to figure this out one of these times. But, Let me know when you do. Uh, internally, you are the LinkedIn team, correct? We are. And you are constantly uh, doing LinkedIn makeovers for a lot of our clients. And you are keeping our agency-level knowledge on LinkedIn up to date and up to speed, correct? Yes. Wow. You all seem hesitant <laughs> to commit to that, so... Um, it is hard when we're all sharing one microphone. I understand. Sorry, Winner. Uh, especially but, like I've had like nothing but coffee and a banana for breakfast. Will so. it be easier if I call on you and say, okay, Wiener, answer this? Or? No, that'll be more stressful. Very good. Okay. So we do know that LinkedIn has rolled out their new interface. I think almost everyone in the office has it now. Except I mean, Wiener. <laughs> you don't have it yet? No, I don't. And so it, I... The first time I encountered it was with a premium profile. This was probably last year. Mm. And so I thought, all right, maybe they're pilot piloting it with the uh, the premium users. But I'm starting to think it's just been either completely random, which would make the most sense, or my secret theory is they're holding off on us power users because they don't want to get as angry with all the new changes. <laughs> okay, but I would argue that I'm a power user too, and I already have it. Well, then apparently you are not a power user. I suspect, Wiener, that they have an algorithm that determines <laughs> whether or not somebody's professional career is even worth having on the network. <laughs> and so <laughs> would explain why you're you're still kind of waiting on it. I, I even got a premium upgrade this month, yeah. which stay tuned for our findings on that. Okay. In a future podcast installment. And I still haven't gotten switched over. Okay. I have looked at the new interface, uh, but I have not done much with it. It is... A much slicker look. I'd say they've moved visually more towards Facebook than they were in the past. Who wants to kind of give me the 30,000 foot view of what these changes are all about? I will because um, these two know more about the closer level okay. look. But I think a lot of the changes are fairly superficial. And I think they moved it closer to what the app looked like. Sure. And which I'm not sure I'm 100% cool with because I, I much preferred the laptop version to the app. I just thought it was. I don't know, easier to use and 
uh, more intuitive. But most of the changes, uh, again, are pretty superficial. And I think the most noticeable one uh, is your profile photo mm -hmm. because it's a circle now. So sometimes if you had one of those cool profile photos where you're sort of over on the yeah, edge, just right. peeking, now it actually looks like you're just going, hey, I'm here. That's right. Just peeking your head around and it, you, you kind of look like a dork. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, as you know, I shoot a lot of those photos. And <laughs> you do. On occasion, I do like to go for that sort of peek to the side look, you know. <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like if I frame someone to the left of the frame, it's kind of like the future stretches out before them to the right. <laughs> nice. you know, that's pretty much gone. I was going to say on the upside, though, you kind of look like a dork is basically LinkedIn's unofficial tagline. So that, <laughs> that, that will be okay. You kind of look like a dork. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Wiener. Uh, okay. You don't want to take me down to 10,000 feet, Wiener? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. So I, I so I I do a lot of the the actual uploads for clients once we're finished with okay. their makeovers. Yeah. So from that point of view, yeah, it's definitely been you know an adjustment period. But I, I think looking at it from like an outside perspective, I think I, I do like a lot of the changes. I mean, I think it makes sense for a lot of users. I think they made it a lot more user friendly. Like you said, I mean, it's got the nice look. They've uh, they've simplified the the, the look of search. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like a, a big thing for us to see that advanced search is gone. But the more you poke around, I think they've just sort of combined it all into like an all-in-one search bar to sort of like take, you know, almost idiot-proof the search. So before you could go to advanced search and search on specific topics like school. Yeah. And, and so, some of those filters are still there okay. and they still have their own search operators. They, you know, like they have some like the Boolean search for mm -hmm. like and or not. And then they have some of their custom operators you can add. So you, you can still search by first name, last name. You just have to type it right into the search bar now. Okay. And I believe that some of the premium accounts do still have the, uh, the old advanced search. They do, actually. Uh, I think one of the biggest differences, uh, if you use advanced search in the, in the free account, was that you were able to save searches, and you, you can't do that anymore. And in fact, you can't even do it on the, the cheapest of the paid accounts. Hmm. You have to get one of the more expensive paid accounts to be able to do that. Yeah. So that, I'm guessing their data was that people weren't using that feature. That, that's what they said, that, yeah, yeah, that they can focus more on features that people are using. And sure. that, that probably is the case yeah. for you know, the majority of users. I think this is particularly important for me to get the word out about because I have a very common name. And so if you search for Pete Brown, there's about <laughs> 30,000 of us, mm -hmm. all wildly successful. So <laughs> having some advanced search operators, you know, I want the one with the masters from Kansas State University. <laughs> Narrows it down to like 2,000. So. All right, Danica, next level down, what do you got for me? Um, I guess I'll talk about uh, a change that I think is pretty big and that I wish had happened back when I had 100 connections. Um, now you can connect with anyone, so this will be pretty uh, nice for Wiener, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> How many connections do you have, Wiener? Almost 300. Almost 300, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've broke 500 now, so it doesn't matter as much for me, but... Um, it's a big can, day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel really important. Yeah. Never so, felt this way before. Just to clarify for the listeners, when you hit 500 connections, it just says 500 plus on your LinkedIn mm -hmm. profile from then, then on out. So you might have 501, you might have 2,000, and it just says 500 plus. Yeah, but the the reason it's cool to have 500 is it makes it sort of easier for you to search for people and stuff. Yeah. Because um, you're connected to more networks. Um. But now you can connect with any person. Before it used to bring up like a little screen and you'd have to say, how did you meet yeah. this person? How do you know them, right? Yeah, and, and sometimes it asks you to put in like an email or something and you'd be like, oh crap, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So, 
yeah, now if I want to connect from with somebody that I knew in like kindergarten or something, I, I can do it. So it doesn't ask for an email. You can just send that connection request. It'll go through in mail. Yes, but um, you do want to make sure you're adding a note. They, they still left that option so that people actually know who you are. Yeah, so this is one of our recommended best practices, right? Mm -hmm. Don't send that generic, I'd like to add you to my professional network on LinkedIn, but to put a customized note with a, a few details about how you know someone and why you want to connect with them. Am I saying that right? Yeah, that's right. Excellent. Man, that must be why I make the big bucks here. So, uh, okay, connection requests are open to everyone. That's good. I've noticed, um, you know, when a lot of people want to work here, they track me down and send me a connection request kind of in advance of their portfolios coming in. But I never accept them because I'm already over 500. I don't see the value. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sometimes I do accept them. So, okay. What else do you got? Um, there, there are a couple new sections they've added, like entirely new um, activity and highlights. So right. they're both sort of centered around relationship building okay people can see the things you've been liking and sharing and, and, and it's off to the right is that right so like if someone came to my page on the right they'll see activity and it's like here are the things i've liked here are the people i've connected with no. recently no not doing, no. no it's not okay. to the right where is it's it? it's right under your summary which is kind of a weird place for it okay it's, I guess it's sort of off to the right in that center place, mm -hmm. and no one can see what I'm doing with my hands, so I, I don't you. know why I did that. That's all right. Um, but it's right beside, like, your most recent article. Okay. Hope, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. So I know um, that you're always on conference calls with clients who are having their makeovers done. It's true. Uh, if I started my makeover before this process, mm -hmm. but we haven't finished it, so I call you up and I'm like... Hey, everything's different. What the heck's going on? What do I need to know? What do you say to me? Well, I, I think I walk you through the fact that that it's not as big a change as you think it is. And I think for us, uh, the biggest thing that we're going to try to do is make the summary more compelling right off the start. So one of the big things that we do is help a client rewrite their summary yeah. so that the summary talks more about them and like the experience section talk about what they've done. But because of the way the screen is collapsed, you you only get about 230 characters to sort of grab their attention and then they have to they have to expand the screen. So I, I think a focus would be to make sure you don't start with, I have 35 years of experience, yeah, right. yawn. Right. You know, start off with something that's a little more clickbaity to that's make right. sure that people are interested enough to expand yeah. that screen. So the lead is more important than ever. Right? It is. We always say the summary is like your mini magazine profile of you. Mm -hmm. Right. All right, see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> It was about 10 minutes, but I feel like we're, we're coming to a good stopping point anyway. But um, so it's a mini magazine summary of you. Mm -hmm. It should be personable. It shouldn't just be a list of bullet points of the jobs you've had. But uh, previously, you saw more of the summary than you do see now. True. Right. So if you search Pete Brown and there's 30,000 of us, really those first few words are your chance to figure out who I am. Yeah, that's very helpful. Okay. Wiener? Yeah. I, you know, I just circle back to the activity real quick because I think this is probably one of the I would say probably one of the most important changes for our clients, right? So it used to be sort of like the only way you could see these updates from your people was whatever LinkedIn decided to put in your newsfeed. Right. And now for the first time, like we said, you know, it is more like a Facebook where you can look up an individual person sure. and right away you'll see what they've been doing, what sort of activity they've been up to. So, I mean, you, you know, like, you know, hope we always coach around it, but that like being active on LinkedIn is really more important than ever because now it's very easy to track. And does it now still, you know, um, we're connected? Are we connected? We're connected. We probably should be. Yeah. 
Um, and so when you like something, it shows up in my newsfeed and it's like Matt Wiener liked this mm-hmm. story. Yeah, but now I could also go directly to you and look at your activity feed and I also see be, what you've been up to. Let me see what Wiener's liking and reading. and Exactly. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Danica, last chance. What do I need to know? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, skills and endorsements actually matter now. Okay. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And skills um, and endorsements are when you go log on the site and they're like, "Does Wiener know about copywriting?" And you're like, "I guess he does." Click. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, except before it would be like um, asking somebody, like a. Someone who's in construction, does Wiener know about copywriting? And mm-hmm. that person maybe right. doesn't know a whole lot about copywriting. Right. So if they endorse you for it, yes. it doesn't really have much meaning. Right. Um, like now, my softball team, fellow softball team players have endorsed me for a number of skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it didn't really make sense before because there was no way of knowing, like, well, is is Pete really good at this? Or is that just something random that LinkedIn has presented for other people? Now right. um, they'll present endorsements to people who are also skilled in that skill and they can endorse you and it'll actually mean something. Right. So it recognizes that I've been a writer most of my career. So Mm -hmm. if it's asking about Wiener's copywriting, my endorsement will be more valuable in their algorithm because I am also a writer. Yep. That's right. Right. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wiener, uh, you're at 300, so if we get 200 people to connect with you after this episode, we'll get you to 500. So we're going to search for Matt Wiener and what other search terms? Uh, Mindset Digital or my uh, my custom URL is Matthew D. Wiener. Matthew D. Wiener. And you please, please also endorse me for copywriting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Got to get to that 99. Well, what I love about it is if you search for you, it's pretty much you and the guy who wrote Mad Mets, right? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure how robust well, I would also endorse for copywriting. <laughs> um, okay, guys. Well, thank you for that. Uh, we have a couple blog posts about this, either up now or coming up soon. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Danica, you want to? We have Wiener has one up about skills. Yes, that's right. And Danica, you have one coming out this week, today, yesterday? Yesterday, yesterday, went live last And what night. was that one? So that one's more comprehensive. It's, it's kind of a higher level look at some of the big changes that have come to LinkedIn. Okay. And Hope, you also had a LinkedIn post recently. About whether or not to, to accept all connection requests. That's right. And I think I talked with you about it and you said right. no. And your advice was, yeah, don't. You don't have to do that. But now, I mean, if you're Wiener, I probably would. <laughs> I am accepting everyone for the next 200 requests. That's right. Get in now. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, everybody. We will put links to those blog posts in the show notes, as always. Uh, appreciate you all being here. Um, next time uh, we put out a call for people to be on the co- podcast, we'll we'll see if anyone else responds. <laughs> Maybe if you could like around the office, say, it's a lot of fun. There's there's treats. <laughs> so we'll see you next week. So okay, <laughs> all right. Thanks everybody. Thanks, Pete. The Mindset Digital Podcast is brought to you by Mindset Digital. We bring workforces up to speed in our fast-forward digital world. If you like the show, please recommend us to a friend, or even better, leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps. Have questions, comments, or ideas about the podcast you want to share with our team? Send them to podcast at mindsetdigital.com. 
This episode was produced by Pete Brown and Jessica James and featured Matt Wiener, Hope Madden, Dana Castall, and me, Brievel Schultz. Audio mixing was done by Jeff Geller at Allegro Media Design. Some music in today's show is courtesy of the website audionautics.com and is licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. This is not a drill.